0: On August 23rd, 2020, Jacob S. Blake, a 29-year-old black man, was shot and seriously injured by police officer Rustin Shesky in Kenosha, Wisconsin, after breaking up an altercation by an unrelated party. Shesky shot at Blake's back seven times as Blake was trying to get back into his own car. Three of Blake's sons were in the backseat at the time. On August 25th, Blake's father announced that his son was paralyzed from the waist down as well as suffered a gunshot wound to one arm and damage to his stomach, kidney, and liver. On January 5, 2021, Kenosha County prosecutors announced that the officers involved in the shooting will not be charged, though they remain on administrative leave. This is completely unacceptable. Jacob Blake's recovery is ongoing and him and his family are still in need of support as they have yet to meet their GoFundMe goal please consider joining us in making a donation towards Blake's recovery. We have attached a link to the GoFundMe organized by his mother in the information of this episode.
1: Previously on Harry Potter and the Anxious Millennials.
2: Dumbledore walks out and Harry's like, I don't, but he, he was, and Dumbledore's like, it's cool, man. He looked awful, anyways. Very chill. chill. He's like, he's he's Jeff Bridges in this moment. Yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> no thing, brother. Relax, man. My personality, like, I would kind of, yeah, and add, yeah, is that it's you know you would tend to to move towards comedy and jokes yep. to to make someone feel better. You guys do
1: that. <laughs> Of Only to again. friends, Ari. <laughs> you wouldn't know. <laughs>
0: the snow was falling warm and dry from the ceiling.
2: Bitch, what? <laughs> <laughs> no! Because it says it's enchanted.
1: I didn't but even why? on that. That is so funny.
2: So like sand? you <laughs> just like, what? Malfoy's like, what's the password again? And then he goes, oh yeah, pure blood. The Slytherins are Do you think even trying to be <laughs> faithful.
1: Last week it was Voldemort is king.
2: Yeah, and like <laughs> the week before it was mud blood. Yeah,
0: she, de- she never asked too many questions that Madame Pomfrey.
2: Is it just like, don't ask, don't tell? Girl, that's exactly
1: what I thought about. Well, I don't need to know all that. You don't? Yes, honey. Yes, honey. As my pin board says on my Facebook from 2008, honey, if you buy me something, I get sexual. Honey, I'm bisexual. Welcome to another episode of Harry Potter and the Anxious Millennials. A show where we delve week by week into each chapter of the Harry Potter series. Oh, I didn't even open my notes. Good Lord, what's happening? This week, we read chapter 13 called The Very Secret Diary. Allie, what happens in this chapter?
2: This chapter is um, about the Chamber of Secrets opening 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. Harry learns about what happened the last time the Chamber of Secrets opened.
0: Just to prove that we didn't need this last chapter really at all. Like they didn't need to make Polyjuice Potion or anything.
2: Yep. Yep. It's, it just, it annoys me because this book has been so just like, like you're just like trying to like push through. You're like, okay, okay, okay. And then like the last two chapters, have been so freaking plot heavy. And I'm like, what are you doing? Spread this shit out a little.
1: (laughs) I also don't love that this book has like two red herrings where like, I mean, not that like Draco's like a very big red herring, but it's at least one that you have to like sit and contemplate as you're reading the book. Yeah. And then like, obviously Hagrid is the bigger red herring, which we know is not the case, but like, it's just like, why do we need to do this twice in this book? Yeah
2: i don't know also what is it with jk rowling and red herrings
1: she i mean it's her bread and butter and that's just
0: like a child a children's book thing children's book tendency
2: and honestly like isn't every book kind of a red herring like book three is serious black book four is mad i moody yeah
0: well, it's like the, re- yeah, it's like a twist, a reveal of like, oh, yeah. actually, she was really inspired by Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Fred pulling yeah. the mask off and like getting it wrong every time. She was like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, let's do that.
1: Agatha Christie herself, Joe Rowling.
2: <laughs> no.
0: <laughs>
1: Don't give her that praise. <laughs> Don't
0: give her that Kn- praise.
2: Knives out Stan, <laughs> JK Rowling. Um. Okay. So this chapter starts out and um, Hermione is in the the hospital wing still because she's still recovering from being almost turned into a cat, I guess. And um, Harry and Ron visit her every day, which is very cute. Yeah. And one day when they're visiting her, Ron notices that there's something underneath Hermione's pillow and it's a get well soon card from Gilderoy Lockhart. But my favorite part of the card is that his the signature is longer than the actual note.
0: <laughs> and it's gold, isn't it? Or like the edge is gold. Did I just make that um, up?
2: Well, no, it says that he pointed to something gold yeah, sticking up. So, so I'm assuming that it's like a gold card. Um But it's just like the the note itself is just wishing you a speedy recovery, and then there's like three more lines of him and his his titles and qualifications. And I do love that he, he he calls himself an honorary member of the Dark Force Defense League. That means that he's not actually a member. That they ha- honorary that they member. haven't let him in. That they're like, you're an honorary member. We would Yeah, like people love who win honorary
1: you, but... Oscars. Yes. It's like people that's, who that's win honorary so Oscars are not actually people who can be considered as an egot. <laughs> like Whoopi Goldberg, soon to be guessed. <laughs>
2: um please Please do not insult Whoopi Goldberg. Also, she didn't she won a real Oscar. No,
1: I know. I'm He's saying unlike she, her. They cannot be considered, however oh, Whoopi Goldberg can be I considered. I thought you
2: meant that she had gotten an honorary Oscar, and I was like, that is not true. We have Also
1: I, I don't think she has.
2: We have talked about Ghost. So <laughs> we know that she won a real Oscar. So when Harry and Ron, they leave the the hospital wing and they're going back to Gryffindor Tower and on their way back to the Gryffindor Tower, they hear Filch yelling, yes, Adam.
1: There is a joke that Ron makes before we get to the Filch moment where Ron is like, oh, I should have asked Hermione how many lace wig flies are in this potion or whatever it is. Rat tails are in this draft. I don't remember specifically what it is and i looked at rj and i read the sentence to him and i was like i th- i figured a book of potions was a a cookbook like the recipes why would you not why would it not say how many yeah. rat tails you need like i'm so confused why you would have to ask hermione what ingredients are needed because shouldn't shouldn't it say how many ingredients are, are in needed? the book that yeah the point of potions? yeah
0: the whole point of the textbook,
1: so that I, so I was like, "What is potions? What are they learning, if not how to like read the potion? Like, I understand like there is like a cooking aspect that like you should learn how to like simmer, how to boil stuff like that, but I just, I guess I was like, huh, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that's it. I
2: Adam, the answer is I don't know about the the rat tails.
1: Oh. It's just I, I just was I bumped on it because I was like, I don't understand what. What are we learning? I don't know. How would
2: you know that that you
0: literally have to get all the details of the recipe from Snape, like him saying them once. And it's just
2: like, Oh, and yeah. And it's, 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 it's one of those things where I feel like even if you're so like, if you're baking or if you're cooking, even if you follow all of the steps, you're still like, if you're me, you're still going to create an abomination (laughs) that needs to be disposed of immediately. Like even if I'm like following step by step, I'm like, okay, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And that happens in potions too, where it's like, sure. they're, they're following the directions and they're still, so I don't know, maybe, maybe
1: it's like, absolutely. But they're also, they're not just using like a general recipe from the internet. They're no, using like a textbook for children about how to make stuff. So I'm like, shouldn't it just be what it is? I don't know. It that should. Was, yeah, it was that weird. That would bump me too. I didn't be. Be. notice that. It's a that, weird but. question.
2: It's a weird question. Um, so while they're on their way, um, back to Gryffindor Tower, they hear Argus Filch yelling and having a temper tantrum and they discover they somehow just, they somehow every time that they end up somewhere in this book, they end up in front of the, the Gr- Myrtle's bathroom.
0: I do feel bad for it's Filch. like every time. I do feel bad for Filch this year because he's had quite the year yeah. and his only companion, Mrs. Norris who's a cat, like to be clear, not even a human. So his one companion has been petrified the entire year. And then this shit happens. So you know what? I'd be pissed He needs to,
2: <laughs> he needs to take us to battle. Yeah. He
0: needs to go on holiday. It's- yeah.
1: Yeah. I also, to go back to your, like they keep ending up in front of Myrtle's bathroom. I just, how many times do they walk through the second floor corridor? Cause now, now I'm like, if this is just their normal mode of travel, then I don't know why we never knew until this book that there was the, the girl's toilet with the ghost inside that was never used. Right. Like, because mm-hmm. that would be so obvious since there's always an out-of-order sign on the bathroom door.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes no GD sense.
1: Duffa.
0: And they wouldn't go yeah. to different classrooms now that they're second years, correct? They would go to the same no, same an- classroom wow. every time.
1: I always assumed it was the same until third year, because that's when you can start like adding, like kind of what your interests are. Sure, like, Hermione goes wild, right? Yeah, very yeah, famously. No.
0: <laughs> yeah, so they would have been going to the same classrooms they would have been going to first year,
1: <laughs> and it's not like Gryffindor Tower moved. Unless, yeah, it unless did
2: that's what that's um, what moved. Unless there's something <laughs> they like renovated. There's there's like different classrooms for whatever the level they're at, because you know how like. In in Herbology, her biology, yeah, there's there's the like greenhouse one, greenhouse two. Like maybe certain classes, yeah. they have like Adam. I don't know, ah, Adam. <laughs> Adam, we won't. We um, none of no well, one Joe will ro- ever know. Joe
1: wrote about this on Pottermore. <laughs> we won't ever know.
2: Um. So they discover that Myrtle has flooded the bathroom again. I again, I ask how. Because she would need to be able to touch things, and we they don't... were doing
1: there was there was an article on Pottermore. Joe wrote that in book one, actually, that at that time, the second floor corridor was under refurbishment paid for by the Hogwarts Historical Society shut um, and it you're was lying. a really big endeavor, so that's <laughs> <I'm just kidding.
0: laughs> but the fact that you like, could say that and someone plausible. would believe you plausible Ugh. the um, daughters
1: of the Hogwarts Revolution. <laughs> okay
2: yes um so i don't understand how she's flooding the bathroom but she's very upset she's flooded the bathroom and harry and ron go to investigate and they're like what's wrong and she's like well i was just here and someone threw something at me and harry and ron are so insensitive because earlier ron has said she was she was like, you know, I was going to kill myself. And he was like, but you're already dead. And then here, she's like, someone threw something at me. And Harry's like, well, what does it matter? It's, you're not going to feel it anyway. And it's like, you guys need feelings <laughs> classes because, come on. yeah, Very yikes. rude. So insensitive. But the thing is, though, because she says that she was just in her U-bend. And then all I of I knew sudden-
1: you were going to bring this up. I knew you were going to bring up the U-bend.
2: Well, but not in the way that you think I was going to because okay. because if she's just sitting in her u band and a book splashes in there, no one's actually throwing anything at her, yeah, they've just thrown yeah. it in the toilet and she happens to be there. That's like if somebody like if if i'm I'm sitting and someone like tosses a football to their friend and they accidentally hit me, and I take it personally because I'm like you wanted to hit me and it's like no you were just in the path of the why were you in history. a fucking U bend
0: Myrtle that's the real question here that's just where well, you chill
2: <laughs> Ari she explains that she's sitting there thinking, thinking about, about death, death. <laughs> just such a
1: fun I gal
0: a-
2: right Myrtle like <laughs> so fun I
0: que-
1: I'm so I'm very confused why Ginny because Ginny listeners Ginny through the diary (laughs) I don't know Ari herself as Ginny Weasley right now (laughs) through the diary I wish Um, I had a book I don't know why she chose that specific toilet to toss it into maybe because she knows that that toilet is Myrtle's so then no one will ever like go into that toilet to use it okay
0: I hesitate to ask this question because I feel like I might sound stupid asking this question, but you know what There are no stupid questions when it comes to j k. Rowling's work,
2: so
1: they're called liars are <laughs> I fucking hate you. they're
2: called pathological <laughs> liars, and I got you there eventually. no,
0: no, no, I, you did I, no it's just the it's just the previously on edit that Adam it's, did that makes it sound a lot meaner than the actual conversation it's, was
2: <laughs> it's the um you're gonna get honked at yeah,
0: of 2020. yes, yes, but When
2: she throws
0: the the diary in the toilet, like, was her intent to try and flush this book? Like, what is she doing?
2: She can't be trying
0: to flush it because there's no way that shit's going to fit down a toilet.
2: I thought she was just, you know, trying to destroy it in a toilet. She was like, I'm. I know she's yeah, eleven. She's I know like, she's eleven. I'm, I'm eleven years old. Okay,
0: I'm just like, what? What? Bury it. Like that's my first thought. Is like throw bury it, it somewhere throw it in the lake. Burn it. Put throw it in
2: the fire yeah. in the
0: Gryffindor common room. Like, yeah. I don't know why she's like. Oh yeah, this toilet. <laughs> <Maybe> <laughs> but do it's
2: you just think proximity? Yeah, she might be panicking. Do you think, like,
1: maybe. Maybe it's also like there's still a bit of. Tom Riddle inside her that's not allowing her to like fully get rid of it completely. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense, like there's like residual energy from him possibly. Yeah, I mean,
0: I didn't think about that, but sure if we're going to go with the whole like she's addicted to it or there's some weird attachment to it. Yeah, maybe she was like trying to get rid of it without actually fully getting rid of it in some regard. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I just think it's... Wasn't a very good idea to just, like, toss it in a toilet. (laughs) Also, speaking of the diary, this is where I have another issue with JK, like, making some shit like this up. Why are you making all these books cursed or weird things happening when people read them? Like, it's just another example of, like, no wonder people don't trust wizards. Like, imagine a muggle picking up a cursed book. Like, they would have no idea. And then how Ron is just so paranoid about
1: interacting with a book. It's like, that, this isn't a good thing, Joe. What? It's, it's also weird because it doesn't, it felt for some reason when he panicked about it, it bumped me out of it. It felt like he was panicked because she was like trying to, she was trying to foreshadow that it There's is. There's something not, wrong with that, it. That it isn't a normal yeah. book. Yeah. Because I feel like Ron normally wouldn't, like, isn't a worrisome person. No, he's not very paranoid. I mean, I think she writes it well enough that it's like, it's because his dad is the muggle. Our tax office da 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 so he has that history. He's the but one I was from like, the wizarding world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, w- that one was weird to me.
2: I've picked up a cursed book before. It's called The Art of the Deal.
0: <laughs> I've picked up a cursed book before. It's called Twilight. <laughs> hey... By Ari. Adam, this is just one for playing. our. Um, also, no, that's one for our Twilight haters out there, fellow I Twilight haters. I think you should
2: haters. start putting in like uh, sound effects, for, like, a rim shot when I make really great jokes like that, or like thunderous applause, you know. <laughs> just every now and then, keep the people engaged.
1: Add cue here.
2: Add cue here. Hold for applause. Hold for applause. Um, but it. The thing is, though, about the curse books, Ron is very insightful. There's a couple of moments in this mm-hmm. chapter where it's like, Ron is very insightful. Um, so he's like, maybe don't pick up this book. There could be something going on with it. Harry's like, in what, <laughs> what? world would something weird be going Ridiculous. on? Ridiculous. Let me pick it up and go through it. So he picks it up and he goes through it. And he's like, it's it's blank. It's There's nothing going on here. I absolutely refuse to believe that no one knew lord voldemort's real name yeah thank
0: you thank you the, i made a note I, about honestly, that too
2: it makes okay like i get. i don't know i guess it just seems to me that hermione and all of the reading that she's done and ron knowing about you know lord voldemort and everything like that that T.M. Riddle would maybe raise some flags. And Hagrid and went not- to
0: school with him. Like, there are people present right. who went to school with him.
2: Right. And the thing is, too, because um, uh, when Ron is like, I know that name, T.M. Riddle, it was on the in the trophy room. Why did they keep that in the trophy room?
1: I have to ask the question, is there, <clears throat> excuse me, is there a level that the general public does act- does not actually know that Tom Riddle is Lord Voldemort? Like is there something where that's not in the books yeah. but like Tom he made it seem like this person died so that like Lord Voldemort could just be this like this being that has existed outside of like a human person. Does that make sense what I'm saying? That
0: would be yeah, the only like, explanation for for people just being like I have I'm- no idea who he was before it has
1: to be because I feel like they wouldn't be calling him Lord Voldemort anymore like yeah. I feel like you would be like but his real name was Tom Riddle like when you find out when we finally find out that Ted Cruz was in fact the Zodiac Killer <laughs> we're not going to call him the Zodiac Killer anymore we're going to say Ted, Ted Cruz. Cruz I
2: call him the Z- I call him the Zodiac Killer <laughs> because Ted Cruz comma
1: the because, Zodiac because co- Killer you, you Cruz say Ted
2: Cruz's name three times in a row he appears
0: what, does anyone right. know what Ted Cruz's middle name is? T. M. Cruz. <laughs> That's what we'll call him.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, His middle name is Voldemort.
2: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, have you guys seen the movie Zodiac? Yeah. I watched it recently. maybe a really, really long good.
0: time ago. It's
1: a very good film. It's re- It's, it's really David good. fincher
2: it's very it's long. It's like two and a half hours long. Maybe closer Mm -hmm. to three. It's very long, but it's good. Jake Gyllenhaal is excellent in it.
1: So good. Mm -hmm.
2: Sometimes I forget how attractive he is, and then I sit and watch a movie with him for two and a half hours, and I remember.
1: I don't forget, but yeah.
2: Okay. Eh. Um...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Allie's reaction. (laughs) She's got high standards.
0: (laughs) ugly i just am not when i think of like heartthrob i'm not like jake gyllenhaal yes but he's not bad looking
1: jake gyllenhaal as um what's his name in sunday in the park with george him specifically
2: as george
1: as george yes (laughs) george george
2: um excellent he's he's excellent
1: Mm -hmm. okay
2: um so kind of insane that it took over a month for Hermione to turn back into a human, yeah,
0: once again, and like Madame Pomfrey, I have really liked her up until this point, but she really hasn't asked any questions. <laughs> She's like, meh. took you a month to get better." Five it's weeks, fine. over a month yeah. to get Five better
1: because she turn she turns into a she turns into a cat on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Wow! And then it's what the first week Christmas. of February when she is finally released.
0: Um, Terrible.
2: So, Harry shows the diary to Hermione when she returns, and Hermione is like, "Oh, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's that." And they're they're Harry and Hermione are kind of on the same page because they're like, "Oh, well, this is from 50 years ago, and the Chamber of Secrets opened 50 years ago, so maybe it gives you some insight." Ron's like, "It's a blank notebook. <laughs> Leave it alone." And I love how he was um, the most paranoid, and now he's like, "Eh." Yeah, he's like don't don't fucking mess with it, okay? It's like you're 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 playing with fate here, so stop it. Um so here he's like, "You know what? I can't get rid of it." Um and so they go to the trophy room to look at the the thing, the shield, the the plaque, the plaque. I thought it was a plaque, um, yeah. the award for some reason, I've always, whenever I read this, I always picture it being a shield. I don't know why. Because I think it's because in the movie, it's like a little
0: shield with the little. Is it? Yeah. Okay.
1: It's like it's like the the, the symbol of a shield. Yeah. For okay. Courage and bravery. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, they they see it, and as they're talking about, like it doesn't say anything on the plaque about why he's received this award, <laughs> and they're hypothesizing what it could be. And Ron is like, well, I don't know. Maybe he killed Myrtle.
1: <laughs> it's uh, actually one of the most upsetting sentences Ron has said in this book. Series I was so like,
0: far. this is a child that you were talking about. And this girl was murdered and you just saw her. Like, I know that she's not the most pleasant person to be around, but how insensitive Ron I literally, my note was Jesus, Ron. <laughs> the
2: Come crazy on. thing about it is, though, that he did kill Myrtle. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. In all of this, that's, that's what's kind of the, is that Ron, it like kind of hits the nail on the yeah. head.
0: sick the Two times basilisk now. gone to her.
2: Mm-hmm. Um... I uh, When I was reading this, because it, it says several times in this chapter that Harry just can't seem to get rid of it. He doesn't know why, and he's constantly flipping through it. Do you think that it, like, calls to him? Like, do you think that he's drawn to it or that there's some connection there? I literally asked that. I was like, are we
0: supposed to believe that this is the Horcrux's communing in a weird way? Because he mentions how it's, like, his friend, even though he never had a friend. And I was like, this is kind of gross. Like, it's, like, it made me feel icky while I was reading it.
2: It's just interesting to me because, like, at this point, he hadn't even begun writing in it. So there's no um real like he's not kind of given away part of himself to the diary but it's kind of like in book seven you know when they're carrying around the locket yeah and that starts to kind of wear on them it's just i i wonder if um he's just it's
1: very similar to the ring from yeah lord of the, lord the, rings. Of the rings
2: yes yes there's a lot that's similar um, to
0: lord of the rings when we get into the like the this series as a whole there's a lot of similarities the Dementors mm-hmm. being the one that I always think of first. So similar.
2: Yes. Yes. Um, so there time the pages of the calendar continue to fall at Hogwarts and um, you know there's not really been any attacks or anything. The Mandrakes are progressing and Harry overhears a conversation between Lockhart and McGonagall and Lockhart's like well, I've done it. I knew that it would be me who, to save the day, and I did it. <laughs> and, um, and he, he would like, be a great you know
0: car salesman or like in, in, in influencers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he missed his true calling. He really did.
2: Or, or, um, or like, um, like an Elon Musk or yep. um, what was her name, Elizabeth Holmes for the 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 Watson thing. Yeah, oh, out for yeah. blood in Silicon Valley. Um, That's that's kind of what I think of him now as like a grifter. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like... I- this is the
1: only thing he does in this book that I don't mind, actually.
2: Yeah? So the he-
1: Valentine's Day thing? I have no problem he- with that. Oh, he
2: decides, he's like, I think what you guys need is a morale booster, and I'm just the one to bring it to you. And it turns out that the morale booster... Is that he has first of all, do you think he has decorated the Great Hall? Who do you think he's gotten to decorate? No, the, the great house hall elves. You think he got them to do yeah. it? Yeah. So the Great Hall is lavishly decorated in, in Valentine's Day decorations. And Gilderoy ca- calls in a dozen dwarves <laughs> who are dressed as Cupids.
0: As pictured um, in this uh, chapter's chapter image.
2: Yes. Yes,, um, and I do this is probably my favorite moment in this chapter is when he says, "Maybe try to get your other professors to join in on the fun." <laughs> and he says, uh, you know, ask Snape to whip up a love potion. Uh, Professor Flitwick knows more about entrancing enchantments than any wizard I've ever met. the sly old dog." <laughs> He just put Flitwick on blast. Maybe he and is. Like Maybe that's the it truth it about Flitwick. That's true.
1: I like when Flitwick buries his head in his hands because he's like, I, mm-hmm. please, I want, I want to die. <laughs> please let me go. <laughs> I can't.
0: Please and don't Snake mention was- me again. Please. I don't want to be affiliated
1: with you. <laughs> I've escaped this whole Snake year looking- without being mentioned. <laughs> yeah.
2: Snape was looking as though the first person to ask him for a love potion would be force-fed poison. <laughs> also, here's yeah. another
0: thing. Love potions are so dangerous, which we'll find out later in, in terms of Voldemort specifically. But like mm-hmm. another thing that I'm just like, it's so weird when you watch. You know what? I felt this way when I was watching um not the first Home Alone, but the second Home Alone where I was watching it and I was like. This is actually, like, really disturbing to watch as an adult, and I just feel that way a lot with the specific details of these books. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, the love potion is bad. We already mentioned the cursed books in this chapter. I'm just like, there's so much that is so dangerous, and we're just supposed to assume that, like, witches and wizards just, like, oh, don't really do that that often. Like, the fact that Ramilda Vane well, it- tries to give Harry a love potion is so scary.
1: Yeah, and the other thing too and I'll talk about this later once we get into like the history of um like how Tom Riddle was conceived. But I realized yeah. while reading this that there are no examples of broken like marriages or like um divorced parents or really anything of that sort. Yeah. Everybody's either married or has like a widow. So to include that the one time that people had a child and it wasn't out of true love means that they turned into uh, Wizard <laughs> Hitler I was like oh this is this isn't great what you're saying like there's because she you didn't include any examples of like great people who just unfortunately had parents who couldn't make it work like not that I think she had to like I mean, that's not what I'm trying no, to say but it would have been um, nice we'll, <laughs> we'll get to it when we like get to that part but I was like what are yeah. you, re- oh, yeah?
0: I get. What are you I get really it, saying also, like, here, Joe? <clears throat> yeah,
2: just another wild claim. <laughs> um. So, the the dwarves are then, I guess, like let loose <laughs> in the hallways and are just like interrupting classes yeah. and. And just you know, tracking down people in the hallways to give them their Valentines. I thought it was really interesting the way that Joe worded this. Um hot all over at the thought of being given a Valentine in front of a line of first years.
1: Which included Ginny hot all Weasley. Over.
0: Which included Ginny Weasley.
2: My 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 Oh, those
0: eleven year olds.
1: Future wife of Harry first- Potter, Ginny Weasley. <laughs>
2: It was just a really, I was like, why would you phrase it that way? That's weird. Yeah.
1: And
2: like, I understand what she's trying to say, but it just was weird. Um. So he's approached by a dwarf who's like, I have a Valentine for you. And he's very aggressive about making sure that Harry receives the message. All I could think of was, was Gimli delivering this message. Like I was really laughing. To myself I was also picturing was just- Gimli. That's so funny. Just the idea of like Gimli being like, sit down. (laughs) Sit down, letter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he delivers the Valentine. I mean, Adam, would you like to recite this Valentine?
1: I don't have my book. (laughs) He's like, no.
2: wait wait i will do it it's something like with okay with
1: with green eyes like a pickle i have it you lost you
0: lost your chance ari's doing it i'll do my impression of the audiobook too because it's great okay good his eyes are as green as a fresh pickled toad his hair is as dark as a blackboard I wish he was mine. He's really divine—the hero who conquered
1: the dark lord.
0: Oh no!
1: (laughs) Who, who sent him this?
0: That's
2: what Ginny. Is it Ginny? Well,
1: no. There's no way.
2: I wrote. Ginny would have had
1: to pay. She doesn't have any money.
2: I wrote in my notes I said who do you think sa- sent Harry that valentine Gilderoy Lockhart
1: <laughs> he was like I
2: gotta
0: bring him down a peg let me just humiliate so him, well. him in front of a bunch of 11 year olds it'll
2: be great
1: it was Drake it was Draco
2: definitely Draco
1: definitely Draco
2: oh yeah Def- once Draco. again
1: Draco
0: loves Harry Drarry because
2: yeah it's It's a funny part where it's like, I feel like we're all kind of just supposed to assume that it's Ginny, but it's never explicitly said, like, Ginny sent him this. No. Although, does it come up later?
0: I don't think she ever met. They never talk about it.
2: Regardless, it's very funny to imagine who it might have been other than Ginny.
0: I think Draco is a good I feel like the only reason.
2: It's from (laughs) Forens.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Been thinking about you out here in my forest. Come visit.
1: Um it's from Hagrid, um, but it's just like a friendly, like, "Oh, you're a cute kid." Um, I
0: wish he were the, mine.
1: <laughs> the re, <laughs> no, my child,
0: <laughs> my son. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, the only reason Ginny is included in the sequence is because she has to be the one to see that he has the diamond. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the only reason she- that she is called out. I think four times in this like one-page sequence, I was like. Oh my god, Joe. Yeah. We understand yeah. that Jitty is present and seeing what's going yeah. on. Good lord.
0: Yeah. yeah, thank you. Um
2: so so yeah, so in the in the scuffle of the dwarf trying to to corner Harry to do the Valentine, he Harry breaks his bag and all of his stuff falls out, which for some reason included the diary. Why he's carrying it from class to class is beyond me. But um, it falls out, and as he's as Harry is gathering up his things to go to class, he notices that Malfoy has picked up the diary and is showing it to Crabbe and Goyle, and they're kind of giggling amongst themselves. Do you think that Draco would have recognized the diary?
0: Mm, I mean, apparently not. Apparently he didn't.
2: Be- well, and see, that was the thing that I couldn't decide, because... Because, so obviously we know that Lucius had it the day that they went to Diagon Alley. Right. And we also know that Malfoy knows about, like, the secret room that um, Lucius has to hide all of his, like, dark objects. And so to me, like, when I think about being, like, a little kid and, like, going through your parents' stuff, you know. Yeah. It seems like this could have very easily been something that Draco had happened upon. To me, it seems more likely that he would have known what it was and that he wouldn't have known.
1: My guess, though, is, like, Lucius Malfoy has a ton of, like dark paraphernalia probably some that are like very interesting to look at mm-hmm. and this like yeah. black leather bound diary yeah, that is true. blank on the inside i'm sure draco looked at it once and then sure. never thought about it ever again because he didn't mm-hmm. know what that's
2: it was. yeah that's true. that was exactly
0: what i was gonna say i was like i don't think i would recognize like a journal of my parents that my parents just happened to have that was blank like just a book at that age especially being 12 i'm like uh
1: we also we also don't know that Lucius might not have had it at home. Technically, he might have like been storing it in his vault in Gringotts that's and like had too. gotten it out that morning. Yeah, or something. that's true.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway,
1: we're assuming that Voldemort told him to like keep it safe. Mm-hmm. So whatever that means for to Lucius Malfoy, keep it
2: safe.
1: Yep.
0: <gasps> Another Lord of the Rings
2: reference. <laughs> um. So then Harry uses Expelliarmus. Recurring theme um, to get the, the diary back. Um, Ginny notices that he he has the diary. Um, and then Harry notices as he's gone to his next class that despite the fact that all of his other belongings have been completely drenched in ink, the diary has not.
0: Yeah, Dwayne.
2: Um, and he's like, oh, well, I guess I got to check this out later. So he takes it up to bed with him. He goes to bed early the next night, or that night, I guess. And he takes the diary up with him, and he gets out uh, a new bottle of ink and a quill. And he start. He just is like, "My name, my name's Harry Potter." Like, <laughs> why wouldn't he
0: just say hello or hi?
2: Um. So cl- this this struck me very clearly that. Harry obviously never had the talk that I think all children our age did that was, don't talk to somebody that you don't know online.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I also, because they are not taught uh, English or literature or forced to read like any kind of, as far as we know, at Hogwarts, that is not part of your curricul- curriculum the Hogwarts student body en masse does not understand the uh, literary idea of an unreliable narrator. So he is just all in that this story that he is being fed is absolutely 100% true. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we have to distinguish that this sequence that's going to come up is different than a sequence that happens in a pensive. Because yes. in a pensive, it is a literal thought that is ex- a memory that is extracted from your brain. So there's no way to dilute it, I would assume. Well, we do well, learn that you can edit it because we find out about... um, What's his name? Slughorn. Slughorn's Slug memory. It's all lumpy. It's very
2: clear. It's very clear yes. that it has been. Yeah.
1: Whereas this, there's so many moments that happen in this um, sequence that it seems like he... Is like way. It seems like Tom is way more important than I'm assuming he probably was. Um. Yes. That's how it reads to me, at least.
2: It's also just astonishing. Well, so first of all, Harry Potter absolutely would have been catfished. <laughs> he, there is no doubt in my mind that Harry would have been catfished and ended up on Manti
1: Teo. Harry Potter. Oh my
2: God. He would have ended. Forgot he about would have that. Ended up on Dateline. OK, Neve,
0: Neve, get in here.
2: And so Harry starts <laughs> Harry starts to to I, correspond with Tom Riddle and is like the Chamber of Secrets has been opened. Was it open when you were there? And Tom's like, hell yeah, buddy. Crazy shit went down. And Harry's like, tell me all about it. And Tom is like, yeah, man, I'd love to show you. Harry is so goddamn reckless, he has absolutely no concern for his own safety and well-being to the point of like, it's probably a mental illness. Like there's something that's off in his brain that prevents him from having the logic and sense to say, you know what, this is a dangerous situation that I'm getting into. Maybe I should step back. Maybe I should take a couple minutes. And consider the pros and the cons of the situation, and maybe not just jump into whatever presents itself in front of me.
1: This is the Gryffindor trait, though. I mean, this is the like downfall of Gryffindor as person. It was like the hubris and the like rushing into things headfirst without like thinking about. Any kind of angle before you just go into it. Yeah. Even Ron and Hermione do the same thing in this series where they'll just be like, Well, this is our only option. There are no other choices we could ever make. We're
0: doing this, that's that's what we're doing. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: No problem solving skills in a in a Gryffindor.
2: It's it's crazy. Um and so
1: So then they blew Skidoo right into the book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They full. jump right into the they, mailbox. They,
2: they full blue you. Yes, yeah, fully. And they, it did. It did strike me though that like, what if Ron had walked in right as Harry was like diving into the book? I
0: almost wish that would have been what happened,
2: because that would have been Ron way better. Would have been like, what the actual fuck? He would have been like, "I knew it. I knew it was a cursed book. I'm not touching that he didn't thing." Listen to me. So Harry blew Skidoos into the book and he <laughs> thank you for that, Adam. He and he finds himself in a memory. And he it takes him a couple of, of seconds, minutes to figure out what's going on, that he's in a memory and that he's not actually interacting with other people. And so um we're taken through this story of um young Tom Riddle pre-Lord Voldemort um goes into the headmaster's office and um he's he's written a letter to the headmaster that's like please can I stay here at Hogwarts over the holiday and um Armando Dippa is like hard no Especially because everything like the fucking Chamber of Secrets is open. I can't I can't have little kitties running around here. It's very unsafe. This is not suspicious to this headmaster that like
0: all this shit is going down. And Tom Riddle's like, hey, can I stay here for the summer?
1: This is my whole point, though, is like we don't even know if this conversation is real. Like we don't know. I see. Like the way it's the way the way it's set up is that it almost seems like. Armando Dippet and Armando Dippet might have been a weak person and like not very like um strong mm-hmm. in his decisions or whatever, but it just seems like he's so reverent to Tom Riddle where he's like, you know, you're so great and we absolutely would let you stay, but just unfortunately there's this situation that's going on. But like we love what you're doing here, keep up the great work. And I was like, this seems. Like you're really putting it on thick, Tom. <laughs> so
0: you think dial it back. You think bit. this whole thing is like in in TV shows where they do like a. That's not how I remember it, and it's like a flashback, and like it's specifically from such a warped yes. perspective. It's, okay, I never thought of it that I mean, way. It's
1: absolutely. It's. It feels. It just that's what it feels to me. It feels like it's so set up that it's supposed to be. Like you are totally on Tom Riddle's yeah. side that it almost seems like it's almost seems like comical in like how
2: it's Yeah. The ending of clue. Like yes. here's what could yes. have happened. Yes. Yeah, I never it's thought about it like that, happened.
0: but that does make sense.
2: Um, and so Armando Dippet is like, Well, you know, I we might have to close the school down because somebody died. So maybe we might have to close the school down.
1: Somebody died, but multiple people were injured or multiple people have been attacked, which is that was the one where I was like, but what is that? What does that mean? Petrified? What do we again? mean? attacked? Do we mean? Do we mean petrified? Because the other thing, too, is the way it seems like in this book is that like the petrification that's like unusual, like no one knows or like it just right. for some reason when I read this book, it seems like everyone's like, oh, this is so unusual. The fact that even Dumbledore has to be like examine the cat before he can decide that it's a petrification right but if there were petrified students 50 years ago and Dumbledore was president he would have walked around the corner and been like oh great we're back to 50 years ago that's a petrified thing here we go you know what I mean this is
0: where but I just yeah it's like the more flaws I just didn't
1: know what attacked meant more
0: flaws in this book but that's because that's a great point that it's like first off Dumbledore was there that the only thing we can assume is that they were petrified
1: also also, and this is so off topic, can we just discuss the fact that this is 50 years ago? So this is like 19, 1941. So we're in the middle of like England being blitzed right. by Germany every other minute, but we're just like sending kids to Hogwarts Fine. and not like, what are we talking about here? What is going on?
0: That's why Tom Riddle released the Basilisk during this time. He was like, great, perfect timing. It is the distraction,
1: yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh my god!
2: He was like, you know, we need something. We need a morale booster.
1: And was and I I have another question. Sorry. Sure. So because Grindelwald was the twenties, so this was before Dumbledore was at Hogwarts teaching transfiguration. I just no, want to be clear on that.
2: No, he runs into Dumbledore.
1: Huh? No, no, no. So no, I'm sorry. I'm He's, saying in this sequence, Dumbledore has already defeated Grindelwald.
2: I don't know. The dates are murky.
1: Okay. Well, cuz yeah, cuz McGonagall why don't, why don't was in you that check second Potter fantastic Pottermore. piece.
0: <laughs> yeah, the wizarding world will tell you.
1: God. Where's Queenie? Where's Queenie? Unbelievable.
2: No. Um and so Tom Tom is like, "Well, what if what if you find who's doing it?" And Dippet's like, "Do you know who's doing it? Do you know anything?" sounds like no, nah, I don't. I was just wondering. Oh, just like okay. hypothetically.
0: Oh, OK. Well, so no, never he, mind then. He, it's like so quick. He's not like, are you sure? I, please tell me. He's just like, oh, OK. Well,
2: <laughs> I tried. Yeah. Um, I asked him once. So, he said
0: no. So that's it.
2: <laughs> and so Tom leaves the, the headmaster's office and then he like takes a minute. He, he schemes and then he's like, OK, I know what I got to do. So he goes down the hall. He runs into Dumbledore, and Dumbledore's like, Pret- "Pretty suspicious, bud, that you're just walking around here this late at night. What are you doing there, little man?" And Tom's like, "Fuck off! I'm living my life." And Dumbledore's like, "Damn, okay, D- do what you do, whatever." So then Riddle is uh like man on a mission. He is speed walking down to the dungeon. <laughs> And then he, he goes into the dungeon, and he leaves the door open a crack. And then he just kind of like stands there for what Harry believes to be about an hour, fifteen and minutes. I guarantee you. I was like,
0: I was so like, hey, impatient. <laughs> um,
2: just look at your watch. Um. And so then some. And then they're like, "Oh, somebody's walking down the hallway." Tom Reel fa follows him. And. Um, Harry can hear the voice, a, a very familiar sounding voice, and it's also familiar to us as the reader because the vernacular used yep. is the vernacular that's only used for Hagrid. Yep. So the 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 reader can very easily infer that he knows the voice because it's Hagrid. Mm-hmm. And um, Riddle is like, "Come on, Rubius, you big oaf! You've you know, people are in danger. You got to just give it up." Give away your monster, and Rubius is like, "No, no, he wouldn't hurt anybody." And it's like, "Hold on, man, yes, he would," and um, and so then Riddle's like, "Stand aside, honey," and he gets out his wand and he does a little charm, and then I don't know, the spider escapes, and um, I the problem that I have with this is that it seems like anybody with the basic deduction skills would be able to determine that what has happened to these students is not a result of this gigantic spider. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like if you're if you're um it's like a doctor, you know, diagnosing someone. It's like if someone comes in with a fever and hives all over their body, the doctor's not going to be like Oh, you have, um, what's a, I don't know. I don't know a disease. Good. This is a really good metaphor. You guys, I'm fucking nailing it. Analogies are hard.
1: I do think that this is a really good example of, like, things that do genuinely happen in the real world, meaning, like, right right place, right time, and so many people are wrongfully convicted just on, like, circumstantial evidence, unfortunately. And as we have, like continue to learn more about the criminal justice system especially in this country like we've found out so much more about like the many people who have been like overturned because of dna evidence yeah like they were wrongfully convicted but yeah if you used any kind of deductive reasoning you'd be like well that's wasn't had Did right. they have a spider bite? No. Yeah. Okay. So then I guess exactly. it wasn't it wasn't a spider. Was yeah. was uh, Myrtle wrapped up in uh the a silk web? of a spider web? No. Okay. tenfold. That's
0: what I was wondering. Do they ever is it later in this book where they go into the details of like they found her body or like her she just disappeared? Like what what happened with her b- body? They found it? Cuz
2: well it in the movie they're Yeah, carrying they carry the
0: her. But then that doesn't but that also doesn't really make sense. So there's an issue with the movie. Yeah, her arm. That's an issue with the movie. Is that like but doesn't if the basilisk did indeed kill her, it should have eaten her immediately.
2: You think? It shouldn't it? You Isn't that what her? well it's always talking about how fucking hungry it is? Well maybe it doesn't get its nutrition from
0: you know, <laughs> yeah rats
2: eating humans yeah maybe rats maybe, are more nutritious maybe, than maybe long pigs. off of of the energy of the human. energy you know yeah. <laughs> the
0: fear like um, a mentor yeah yeah mm-hmm.
2: yeah and so it also
1: i also like i just want to say harry potter once again is obviously not a ravenclaw because he just eats this up, hook, line, and sinker. Like he's like, wow, that's it. He comes out of the book and is immediately like, Hagrid opened the Chamber of Secrets, as though he watched him open the Chamber of Secrets. All he saw was Hagrid with a spider. Which you saw Hagrid with a dragon last year, girl. So you already know that this kid like <laughs> loves his loves beasts. his pets. Let's say that
0: he loves those beasts.
2: So, so yeah. So Harry comes out of the memory and. Um... Ron comes in and sees Harry sitting in bed, sweating and shaking. Thank
0: you. Thank you for mentioning Again. that.
2: <laughs> kind of a strange situation to find Harry in. And at the age of 12, right when kids are figuring out, you know, what to do. And I like that it says, Ron looks at him with concern.
0: Did you not finish? Without Are you having a hard time? You're doing this
2: without me? Do you need
0: some lotion? <laughs>
2: I thought we agreed, together or not at all.
1: (laughs) You said you would put a sock on the door.
2: (laughs) I didn't see a sock? Dude, we sleep in here. We only go when we shower together. (laughs) Um, What am I supposed to
0: do now, shower by myself? Thanks, Harry. Wow.
2: (laughs) Okay, this was all really inappropriate, but the chapter ends and Harry was like, it was Hagrid. Hagrid opened the Chamber of Secrets, and then the chapter ends.
0: Poor Hagrid, I know. Is the next book is the one where they go, and the next book is I mean, or next chapter. Ultimately,
2: it's why he's an alcoholic. I mean, it really must be
0: to be honest. I mean, there's other
2: factor. There's other factors involved, but
0: yeah, but we we haven't gotten to those yet.
2: Probably a pretty driving force.
0: Okay, um, never mind. I'll save it for next week. I don't know why this next chapter is called Cornelius Fudge. Like he shows up
2: because but... we must honor him. <laughs> I <laughs> guess, but like I'm just like he's a very important
1: person, so we need to make sure that he's. Honored. We must
2: honor him. <laughs> I'm like,
0: okay.
1: It's honestly just because she's so proud of pick- of coming up with that yeah. name because it's such a Harry Potter it is, world. Yeah, name, Cornelius. Where it's like, oh my god. Yeah, Cornelius Fudge. Minister of Magic. Cornelius Fudge. Alright, well that wraps up this chapter. Next week we'll be reading chapter 14 called Cornelius Fudge. Fudge. All you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts. As always, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so that we can get a perfect Newt score. Five stars only, or else you'll have to walk it. on Hairy, sweating, and convulsing. <laughs> bed. Wait,
0: did you write that? Oh, no, you I thought of it right now. It. I was like, how did you know? Great. Off the cuff. Love it.
1: And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at HB Anxious, on Instagram at HB Anxious, and on YouTube, which is not at HB Anxious, which is what I've said for the past two weeks, because you have to have a 100 subscribers to decide your, or to like oh, pick no. your own... Yeah. URL. So if you just search "Harry Potter and the Anxious Millennials," you will find us. Uh, we are hosted on Anchor, so thank you to them, and are a proud member of the Not a Bit Network group of podcasts. Thank you, Allie, and thank you, Ari. Blessings. You're welcome. And as always, Knox.
0: Yeah, Knox. Next time, Ron. <laughs>
2: on not a bit network find us on instagram at not a bit network for our other shows